smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi welcome to why not mint money my name is satya sundaram from mint's personal finance team in this episode we're going to discuss all the important points you need to know about passive funds in india which are index funds and etfs exchange traded funds for this we have invited siddharth srivastava head etf products at mire assets global investments let's get started hi welcome to why not mint money a person finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey hello siddharth hi welcome to why not mint money episode hi hi satya thank you for having me here thank you uh, so let's start with understanding what passive funds are uh, if we see the numbers uh, in the last few years the passive funds avm or the assets under management of the passive funds have grown at least by 50% uh, so let's start with fundamentals why are passive funds termed passive and uh, what constitutes passive funds okay so uh, when it comes to investment there are two school of thoughts one is active management so all your active mutual funds basically come under this gamut uh, there the fund manager depending on his philosophy depending on uh, which company he likes depending on which sector he likes he makes an active call to invest uh, in a particular company and to exit from a particular company. so for example a large cap active fund the benchmark will be let's say a 100 or a nifty 50 Uh, these are the indexes which track those market segments but the fund itself can invest in any large cap company uh, depending on the uh, kind of confidence the fund manager has in it right so that is called taking active calls and hence the word active management passive is uh, another stream of thought which believes that uh, better would be to simply invest in those underlying indexes so for example in large cap uh, segment itself an active management will try to outperform the nifty 50 benchmark or a nifty 100 benchmark the passive on the other hand will not take those active calls it will remain passive by simply trying to replicate the underlying index what do i mean by replicate the underlying index so for example nifty 50 consists of 50 stocks 50 names in a given weight proportion right top holdings are reliance tcs hdfcs etc so a passive fund which is tracking nifty 50 index will invest on all those 50 stocks in the similar weight proportions in order to give investors the returns which are corresponding to the returns of nifty 50 and hence the name passive that it is passively tracking the underlying index by investing in those companies not trying to make any active calls uh and hence all the investment vehicles which are simply tracking the underlying index and these are index funds these are etfs are called passive understand so in this uh, you know passive funds what cannot expect higher return than the underlying index exactly it, the idea is to give investor the index returns understand so in the uh, passive funds we currently have index funds and etfs which are exchange traded funds so uh, yeah. could you tell us the difference between index funds and etfs and uh, who should choose what 
okay i uh, so first of all the objective of both index funds as well as etfs are to track the uh, underlying index and give the investors the returns corresponding to the underlying index and for sake of simplicity i'll stick to nifty so for index fund you don't need a demat account you can buy and sell just like or invest just like you do it in a normal mutual fund so for example yesterday let's say nifty 50 uh, was at uh, let's say 10000 for sake of simplicity and today it is at 10500 closed at 10500 so you're looking at 5% gain okay when you're investing in index fund you will get a nav a day close nav which is 5% above the previous day close nav and you can the sell it or buy now net asset yeah okay so uh, you can invest you can buy or sell at this net asset value which is 5% higher than the previous right it, it's simple you can do sips you can do stps or you can make the lump sum investments this is how index funds work in etfs what will happen is these etf units trade on exchange just like stocks so you need a demat account for stock bond you need a broking account and then for example nifty 50 was 10000 it closed at 10500 but in between during the day it was sometimes at 10100 sometimes at 9900 sometimes at 10300 so depending on those intraday market levels you can purchase the etf units around those uh at those so you can buy and sell it siddhant before we get into the key features of passive funds let me ask you about passive ELSS scheme uh the equity linked savings scheme is the most favorite product for investors as it saves a lot of taxes recent sebi rules on passive funds stated that these ELSS schemes can be introduced in passive form as well how is it going to be so sebi circular very clearly says that uh, either you can have an active ELSS scheme or a passive ELSS scheme. so most of the players already have active ELSS scheme and i doubt anyone will uh, close that and offer the, the passive one so most of the passive ELSS scheme will come from the new players who who do not have the ELSS uh, fund in their bouquet uh what sebi says that you can launch the elss scheme within top 250 stocks which is which is essentially large and mid cap segment so i assume that uh, not all elss schemes will be the same for example someone can launch it on nifty 50 tracking the nifty 50 index someone can launch it on nifty 100 tracking the top 100 large cap stocks someone can launch it on nifty 200 so it depends on what index the passive ELSS scheme will choose but i think it's 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 a very good uh, development uh, because because we are seeing investors especially retail investors very keen on passive funds on the large cap side and i think uh, on the ELSS side also there will be decent traction in passive uh, is it because of the performance of these index funds is there any uh, you know past data that could say that index funds have been performing better than actively managed funds yeah i think so uh, if you look globally also typically passive funds become more popular when uh, it becomes when market evolves market becomes more efficient and it becomes very difficult for fund managers to generate alpha to outperform the benchmark on a consistent basis just and and data Uh, is obviously 
there now and uh, for example if i look at uh, large cap segment itself nifty 50 index has outperformed 96% of uh, large cap schemes regular plan in last 5 years 96% uh, if i am talking about mid caps mid cap 150 index has outperformed 71% of mid cap schemes in last 5 years and this trend we are seeing on a continuous basis for example even if i am looking at on a 7 year basis 88% of large cap schemes were outperformed by nifty 50 and here i am and second is also consistency for example uh, satya in last 5 calendar years there was not even a single large cap scheme which has outperformed nifty 50 in all of those 5 calendar years so it is not only the fact that uh, alpha is shrinking outperformance is getting difficult but consistency is becoming more uh, difficult right and and thirdly the cost itself now investors think that if my fund manager active fund is not uh, outperforming the benchmark on a consistent basis why should i pay so high uh, cost which is called total expense ratio tr for example for large cap funds for direct plan the tr is 1.1% for regular plan on an average it's around 2.2% for nifty 50 index for, uh, for nifty 50 etfs it is around 0.0 7% to 0.08%, 7 or 8 basis point. So that is the cost differential which uh, which is also existing. So first is performance, obviously. Second is consistency of performance. Third is cost, and all these three factors are getting highlighted more and more, thankfully, and and which is why we are seeing very good traction, especially in uh, segments like large cap, where investors are choosing now. passive route to take exposure uh, siddhant it is a general understanding that for mid mid and small cap uh, exposure one would be better off going for active funds uh, where there is a fund manager's call uh, involved rather than actually going and following a index fund that is tracking a mid cap index or small cap index so what do you have to say right. about it it's a it's a tricky answer uh, if you would have asked me couple of years back i would have said that that understanding is pretty much correct for both mid cap and small cap but if i am looking at mid cap data right now uh 71% of mid cap schemes uh in regular plan side has underperformed mid cap 150 index 62% of mid cap schemes again on the direct plan side has underperformed the uh, mid cap we said that uh, we believe that uh, uh, still There is enough of uh, alpha generating opportunity in mid caps, and especially in small cap segment. So probably, if investors are choosing the right fund, right fund manager, I think uh, active uh, can be the sure. way. Sure. Uh, that is right, Siddharth. Uh, what are the key metrics to watch out for before investing in passive funds, both index funds and ETFs? So, what are the top three things that one uh, investor should look at before selecting a fund? Okay, so uh, first of all, the common factor for both ETFs and index funds are that uh, not all index funds and ETFs are same. 
the underlying benchmark matters a lot for example uh, are all large cap etfs and all large cap index fund same answer is no they can vary hugely in terms of exposure right for example uh, your uh, your passive funds can be based on nifty 50 which tracks top 50 stocks it can be based on sensex 30 which tracks just 30 stocks it can be based on nifty 100 which tracks all 100 stocks it can be based on nifty 50 equal weight where every stock in nifty 50 has same weight the, the thing is that the methodology is set the method is set passive fund because it tracks the index index has a set methodology how how these stocks will be selected uh, and uh, investors should understand that on on what the method is what will my portfolio look like and what will what is typically the risk associated with with this sort of portfolio and what has been the historical for example uh, there is a stark difference between the performance of a nifty 50 and a nifty 50 equal weight just because of difference in weight for etf i'll add couple of more points that always since you are buying and selling it on exchange it is always prudent to look at what the current ina ina was in indicative net asset value i'll use a simpler term which is intraday net asset value uh, because what it means is that what is the theoretical correct price of etf at this point in time. for example let's say uh, a nifty 50 etf yesterday was at close was rupees 100 and at uh, 11 o'clock today market is up by 2% So your theoretical correct price is around 102 rupees, right? Uh, most of the AMC's publish this on their website, and hopefully, as per the new SEBI circular, this will be published on the stock exchange website also uh, very soon. So just look at that price because ultimately you should be buying and selling around that price to get the right experience. Because if you are buying a product of 102 rupees. At 104, you are ultimately paying almost 2% more uh, than what you should, and your returns, expected returns, will also reduce by that amount. So I think one very simple check till stock exchanges start publishing the INR is to simply go on the AMC's website. A lot of AMC's publishes it. Just look at what the current value of ETF is, and if I am buying and selling around the same price. prefer the etfs which have better liquidity better order book on the exchange and uh, and have lower tracking error could you explain what this tracking error is yeah i think <laughs> so so tracking error is perhaps the most talked about technical uh, uh, parameter when it comes to etf uh, what it means is that how well your etf is tracking the movement of the underlying basis on a daily basis the movement it so, could be either a etf or an index fund right it's not just etf yes yes it can be either an etf or an index fund so for example if today index was up by 1% tomorrow index is down by 2% next day it is up by 3% is my etf or index fund also up by 1% down by 2% and again up by 3% so this is if there is a difference 
it results in tracking error basically tracking error says that uh, lower the tracking error the better it is for you it simply says that your etf or index fund is tracking the uh, index in a very nice manner that where tracking error is low and if it is high it means that it is not doing that and you should be alert because ultimately why you are investing in passive fund is to generate the underlying index returns right and if it is not tracking it well it is a red flag for you uh, when you talked about tracking error you said there could be a difference between the uh, performance of the index and the performance of the fund which is tracking that index uh when a fund is directly going and just uh, imitating that index why could there be any differences in the performance of the fund compared to the index that's that's a very good question satya <laughs> so uh, see uh, for listeners index is a paper portfolio uh, they the index is a theoretical portfolio of x number of stocks where weightages are defined and this portfolio changes on a periodic basis for example nifty 50 is reviewed on a six monthly basis and every six month there are changes in these stocks okay uh, now when it comes to uh, funds uh, when we try to replicate the underlying index there are a lot of reasons why it cannot be done first of all since index is a paper portfolio funds have to buy stocks in round figures right we try to match these uh, weightages of all these stocks to the t but it cannot be matched to the t right there will be some difference right? for example uh, if a stock a has 8.349 uh, weightage in the index probably when i try to buy stocks in the round numbers it will be 8.345 there will be a difference of 0.004% uh, so one is that typically you cannot create match to the third decimal or fourth decimal the stock weightages which are there in the index second is that since you are running a fund you need to have some amount of cash component also in the portfolio for various expenses thirdly which is more important is that there are corporate actions which are taken right uh, for example there are spin offs there are mergers and acquisitions there are special dividends uh, which which affects the uh, stock weightages in the index and that is when the uh, etf and funds also have to make the changes in their portfolio since we are discussing tracking error is is that more liquid the index or underlying portfolio lesser is the tracking error so while we are talking about it nifty 50 etfs have a very low tracking error because all 50 stocks are very liquid but if we talk about let's say a mid cap etf it will typically be on the let's say a bit higher bit higher again i am talking about 0.2% 20 basis but if we move towards small cap uh, based portfolio it can be higher because as i'm saying that when index is selling you have to sell completely and buy completely and if if underlying stocks do not have liquidity it will uh, you won't be able to buy it completely and you won't be able to sell it completely understand uh, if i should, if i can ask you what is the ideal uh, number for the tracking error and the liquidity that one can look at before investing in this index funds or the etfs so tracking error is basically as i mentioned earlier that it, it differs it differs from uh, category to category so there is no set rule for it but i think what one can do is typically they can look at the peers also on what peers are doing i think the sebi circular will help when everyone starts declaring tracking error on a daily basis so in terms of liquidity uh, as i mentioned it depends on segment to segment for example uh, a nifty 50 etfs will always have higher liquidity than mid cap 
ETF, which is case in us also. In Nifty Fifty, I have a lot of options. Uh, I I can choose top five, six traded uh, ETFs and be rest assured that that there there will be enough liquidity. But now people are talking about smart betas, international ETFs, etc. There you can simply go by AMC track record also and see which AMCs are. Our leaders look at the order book, which is very important. There may not be liquidity, but order book is still healthy because of market makers. And then simply buy and sell using the INR. I always tell that that if you are buying and selling at the uh, intraday net asset value around the intraday net asset value using limit price. you will typically not have a bad experience uh this is my last question siddarth and uh, i am very curious to know what you have to say about this if everybody starts investing in passive funds the valuations of the stocks in that particular index will be you know will will be skewed uh when compared to the other stocks uh, uh which are not in the index which are not in the popular indices so um, how important is the valuation here i mean will, will there be a point where a bubble will be created when everybody starts investing in index funds we need to understand that etf or passive industry if you look at the all uh, uh investment mediums right active funds and direct stock investing so so many other ways where you invest in stock market uh it is still not a significant portion it is on the on the lower side plus index is always evolving in nature uh for example uh if you look at uh, nasdaq 100 right now or s&p 500 right now if you look at nifty 50 right now and compare it to what it was Four years back or five years back, is the portfolio con- constant? Answer is no. So, index also evolves based on that. The investment which is happening through the ETFs and index fund will also change. So, as of now, I don't think we are sitting at a place where we can say that it has created a bubble. It is. It will create a bubble. It is still. If I'm talking about ETF, it is just around four lakh crores of of what. the uh, um, overall indian market is and uh, and that then again this is of course the same so i think it is pretty too early to talk about anything if if passive is going growing so is you know direct investing uh, stock investing is also growing active schemes are also growing so all those things are also bigger players in the market and uh, as of now i don't think we are at a position to to worry about understand thank you so much siddarth uh, it's been really uh, interesting uh, at least i found it really interesting thank you so much for your time today thank you thank you so much satya for having me here thank you that's all for now in this episode listeners if you have any queries or suggestions you can reach out to me on twitter my handle is @satyasontanam s a t y a s o n t a n a m or you can also write to us at mintmoney@livemint.com bye bye This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.